0: The melanin makes me want to love this show, but then the show doesn't want to love itself. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Hole Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Netflix original series, Cursed Season 1, Episode 6, Festa and More this episode was written by William Wheeler directed by John East I gave this episode a 6 out of 10 it's like falling off a cliff and it's not even a very high cliff (laughs) and it continues to plunder further down and then there was I don't know a possible uh a possible inkling of hope and then it met the end of its life with an arrow <laughs> which is unfortunate so this episode starts with a voiceover of peter mullen because he either was not available or, that day or um he was not getting paid that day either way they was not having him paid to be on set. We see the Weeping Monk take a huge bucket of, what was that, tar? Set it down and gives fire, or takes an arrow and sets fire to a field of what appears is wheat. Because they need to burn the Minotaur fields where the Fae get their food because that's the way that we're going to get them to to come out of hiding lord why in the world why in the world is this child letting a wildfire come at her while she pleads for help for a corpse you are marrying age okay back then so you would have been pregnant possibly in a year or two So you would have been trained very well to notice that when someone dies, they look dead. And that's what that woman looked like. She wasn't moving. She wasn't breathing. And there's a fire. And no one grabbed Alice whatsoever. (laughs) Then we see Weeping Monk still looking fine as hell. I will give him that. But apparently they could not afford the red paladines to also be in this episode (laughs) because you would think it would take a lot of arrows and not just one and i'm not saying that we cannot possibly be burned down and a fire blaze and it could be rapid but i also feel as if the job could call And the bucket, mind you, of tar. It called for quite a few more people to lay some arrows and let loose. Nimwe is to meet Merlin, for realsies, and Gwaine and Arthur cockfight. It's gonna be me. I really cannot be bothered by them. She's like, y'all own one, and I'm gonna take Kazi instead who showed up out of absolutely nowhere as Nimue's newest black friend but also looks badass until she let Nimue lead her away and I felt some kind of way about it. Morgana is outside the gates that are still unguarded mourning over some shells (laughs) of Celia's and a very pointless debate ensues as Morgana's like I'm gonna come with you and Nimue's like no you shouldn't it's too soon Celia you know I failed her I should have died with her and Nimue's like well you still can't come with me (laughs) the Fae needs you and she says well you know I, I, I I love my people don't get me wrong but my life is not for them anymore And she doesn't know what her life is for. So Nimue's like, let's ride. (laughs) And off uh, Merlin's angels go. Tell me how you feel about this. Daddy Merlin, meanwhile, comes across a purple flower in a little container and remembers that one day he was loved by a woman. Every time I see this actor, I just go, Floki. Floki, don't. This is not the Floki I know. So it's just, it's very. Odd. <laughs> Uther shows up in his room gloating like he should for some reason that Merlin still has his head when Merlin is clearly buttering him up saying, I will give you the sword. You don't need to follow me. You are made for it. You're a good man, Uther. Practically tucks him in and gives him a bottle before he leaves. <laughs> he then once again needs to show the audience hey I got this fire out in the middle of nowhere because I just need to look at it and then you see Uther's mother who can't apparently go outside of her prison dungeon and sends a spy after Merlin and this is the most ginger-headed recognizable person ever and I don't know how he was not spotted (laughs) not only does he have the ginger hair but he's got the blue plush i was like you came to stunt today okay i see you got that farrah fawcett in there got that farrah fawcett arthur sees a man being a douchebag to this guy named mogren because he didn't get no food today and Mogren had his portion and was excited about it and decided to be excited about it after the man said there's no more food for today so you kind of was asking for it but at the same time bruh take a chill pill then Arthur says you will basically not act like this because you black and we was raised better and he was like all right then I see you and this boy is very much impressed with him then Arthur gonna say the dumbest shit ever like these lines guys uh you know he's like I can share my my uh portion with you Mogren that is he's saying no I'd rather hunt for my food anyway then why was you in line for the free samples, sir why were you there because you apparently looked just as disappointed as everyone else when he said that's it for the day Gawain then comes or Gawain then comes across Uther once again and says that one he is such a disgusting representation of Gawain it makes me sick oh wait until y'all meet Gawain and Arthur and I mean Mimi and (laughs) Mimi and um Shy because it's a fucking upgrade to this guy you sounds like he's been chugging cigarettes and he tells arthur ridiculously that it's your it's her your fault that she left because she wasn't already going anyway meanwhile Morgan wants arthur to be his mentor Wayne then goes to the Crisis Council and Arthur is hovering nearby. Here's the plan and it's like, uh, basically this sounds like a trap because I used to roll with the people who set these types of traps. It's a bait to funnel your asses in and if you are going to go, fine, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you need to bring people who can fight because that would be very apropos and I don't know why Gwen rolled his eyes at this because the possibility that this is a bait trap is very much high like every road but that one's unguarded that don't sound suspicious of course it sounds suspicious and then when he says I don't need your help because Arthur volunteers himself that old man was like beggars cannot be choosers bruh and I only got two and you need at least five. <laughs> so he says, take him with you. And Mulgrain comes too. Did I say his name wrong? Malgren? I can't remember. Merlin's angels ride to this very scenic place, which was probably the prettiest thing in the episode because I wanted to live there for like ever. Well, where they tell her... this scene was so stupid i'm sorry do you have any other advice for me let the hidden guide you but also get him to join us against the red paladin it's more like here is your fey advice and also here's your realistic we got problems and we expect you fey queen that we just elected yesterday to help solve them so yeah so silly Merlin is there and him and Nimue come face to face and he's all give me the sword and she's all like I got questions like about the fact that I don't know you and you my daddy and I want to know all about how this came to be and then she starts to snap her feet like a teenager and say I don't need your protection you ain't been here all my life the Tyler character's voices And which is the most passing story that meant absolutely nothing or had any validation whatsoever to the plot or to... other than to say so yeah the people that were in this castle they basically uh drank some hemlock because they never wanted to be separated and then Wade's like yeah that's nice can you tell me about my concession because I need to know about those things Merlin is like you're gonna be disappointed in everything you see but okay come along I will show you Squirrel wants to be a man and goes to Gwen and tells him, you know, my daddy yeah, you know my daddy, so I need to get a sword and join your raiding party because I am totally ready. And Gwayne says, go play with the kids because that's what you are. So he goes and sits next to Iris, who is totally just the creepiest thing ever to walk upon this entire show. And quite frankly, I am still putting my money on her to be the one winning in the end. And her and Squirrel exchange insults but he's rather charmed by her bloodlust because she says I will slit your fucking throat and he's like well I will the shit I don't even know come on girl you want to shoot or not Merlin shows Nimue how her mom found him and how he had the whole damn fucking sword up in his body and that wasn't creepy whatsoever and then what you call was like oh i thought that though i didn't know the whole sword was in you what what part of that story didn't you not see did you not watch it come out what kind of and then it gets all english patient and then they uh they put they make sure to make it a point that she is dating the husband soon-to-be husband but she has not agreed to marry him yet i still call it cheating arthur and mogren both get on gwayne's everlasting nerves as one mogren is acting like a damn fool and arthur when asked what is his greatest battle talks about how he was jumped by four men in a town square so the Green Knight is asked the same question. He's like, let me tell you about the trenches of real war. Listen, 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 listen. Fuck up, fuck up, fuck up, fuck up. Get out. Get out. And then Gwen and his best black friend, too, because apparently everyone has one in this show, rides away like they are an absolute disgrace to the title of man. Iris is proving to have never had a choice in the life of being a psychopath as she is practicing arrow practice with squirrel the first one she misses the second she doesn't she learns quick and someone thought it was a good idea in the nunnery to tell her that her dad strangled her mom because she wasn't a boy so y'all need to watch out for her she's the type to like join the boys club rise all the way in the ranks and then poison the kool-aid and y'all all bitches die and she's sitting there smiling because she says um you know i didn't love my parents so i didn't give a fuck but squirrel's like i did love my parents so i do give a fuck that that was killed and she says well if someone did kill someone that i did love i would run around the world and it would flow with rivers of blood my man Squirrel recognized this bitch is dead right serious so he says fuck this shit I'm out Mm -mm. fuck this shit I'm out all right then I don't know what the fuck just happened but I don't really care I'm gonna get the fuck about- Merlin and Nimue then exchange magic tricks and then they have dinner and then he tells her the sword is his and she's like oh my god it's his uh, again despite the fact that it came out of his fucking body and you saw it with your own damn eyes and he's like let me tell you something, girl. The more you hang on to the sword, the more it becomes uh, the ring to rule them all. And you'll become Gollum. My precious. She once again says well i'm still not giving it to you because i actually want to see the coupling where i was conceived and so she watches her parents have sex and that's not weird at all and then things basically fall apart because he's like Bitch, i need my sword and she's like well i'm not giving it to you i'm hiding it away and I think you're a better person without it because I seen some shit and some stuff and some things that make me think that this is not a good idea and I accepted this dude's uh hand in marriage even though I know I'm probably carrying your seed and ain't gonna tell him the truth (laughs) <laughs> then nimway wakes from their little dream coma whatever i thought this was a plan for merlin to straight up like uh take the sword while she was in this dream state but no he really was knocked out and she touches the bead sees him massacring some roman people women and children looking like a straight up floki <laughs> and then she pulls the blade on him, disgusted. And he tells her, Look, girl, I've lived many lives. I'm like 300,000 years old. What the fuck? At some point in time, things got real. Sides were chosen. Babies' heads got cut off. But then that was a dumbass excuse. I have lived many lives. And that didn't mean you have to go be a mass murderer. Shit if you knew you couldn't die and you had all that fucking magic shit i would have in the time of my life stop it even though back then eh, speed it up a little bit around in the 1800s i just love to be in victoria england i would or ireland find me a highlander somewhere Mm -mm -mm. he tells her um his plans to destroy it because he's trying to become a better person she ain't trying to hear it even though this proves exactly what he was trying to tell her all along somehow the nicely dressed knight is called boy by the savagely dressed uh brute and says boy like a dog and then kaze and morgana spot the whole ass brigade And they are in enough time to get Nimue out of there. And they are riding away on their horses once again. Uh, She completely forgot about the phase calls during that entire interaction. But Merlin can now totally lay this entire failure to obtain the sword on the mama's feet. And I think this is not a good idea because he probably he was getting a little close to about getting that sword and then this happened so he might be in revenge mode and decide like you know what bitch first you tried to kill me I gave you the warning to step the fuck off now I'm gonna have to prove to you that I do not deal with deception kindly so yeah Nimue's like you aren't the hero I thought I'd get and That was the end of their first interaction together. Arthur keeps telling Gwen it's a trap, but Gwaine's like, I am the Green Knight. I know better than you, and I don't like you anyway, so go fetch some water. And Mograine has to decide whether or not he is going to go with the Green Knight, or he's going to stay with Arthur, and boy, did he make the wrong decision. And he chooses to stay with Lord Arthur, even though Arthur says, I am not a lord. And he wants him to be his squire. And damn if they didn't kill Morgraine with a arrow to the neck by the Weeping Monk himself. God damn, nigga! So no, yeah, they apparently don't want to um, make this Weeping Monk character redeemable or likable in any way and he keeps killing very innocent folks so fine as he may be he is definitely not someone to even be so it's like yeah okay he's just the the bringer of death and then i thought they had arthur our saintly king arthur still way sword and the next episode had her dropping her panties for him so then when I think about it in that way the possibility of this character (laughs) being um, very conveniently redeemed sounds plausible with four episodes left let's see if it ends with only um, some kind of payoff the chances are low season two is definitely looking like a no-go uh Netflix is probably looking at it like a no-go as well I was and I threw this question out to Mimi because she just sent me a, a message and said she had nothing to say about this episode if both Mimi and Shy um wanted to just drop it um I'm totally fine with that it's about to be a whole new month as well so uh just like with counterpart (laughs) it it may have to be the quiet death for it um because we do have more interesting shows up on the roster and before we get into feedback we'll discuss that so some housekeeping as far as next month september working on the schedule now should have it out tonight where we will be starting doom patrol there's two seasons of that series i believe mimi said the first season was like four or five episodes not too many and then the second season is like a 13 10 or 13 episode package and then i put out a poll and rather surprisingly um chernobyl one uh chernobyl is a show i've been wanting to check out for a while because jared harris is in it and you know that's Bay. and a lot of people said it's really good um it's about the nuclear reactor shutdown um the the event that happened very uh very much by its by its name and so that's 10 episodes and that'll be joining the roster as well so we also have 13 reasons why uh we will be finishing out this month around episode seven of season one and then we will be doing season two three and four so that's going to be on the schedule for a while umbrella academy is unfortunately almost done it will be just about done by the time we hit September. Because um, I believe 7 is on Saturday. And then like Monday or Wednesday should be 8. So it will be two episodes in in September. And then we'll be done with that. So the, we'll, uh, if we drop Curse now, Doom Patrol could just go on now. But then it will also be um, Doom Patrol, Chernobyl, 13 Reasons Why... And then we have Vicariously Merlin, many more episodes to go on that. I'm still also doing The Leftovers, but I'm halfway done with that season series in its entirety. I'm halfway through the second season um, and I should be done by September. And then once The Leftovers is done, that show would be replaced by a show that premieres September 25th, but I'm not going to watch it until... The leftovers is completed but it's called utopia it's on prime it's based on a comic um of the same name it's a british series no i love my british series and i will be covering the i believe eight episodes of that series so that'll probably be in october And then the only thing that comes out in October October after that is um, the Walking Dead season finale on October 5th or 4th. And then at any point in time, once Vicariously Merlin is done, I'm going to try to strong arm both Mimi and Shy into watching Misfits, which has um, the actor that plays Klaus and that shows Nathan so that is pretty much what's coming up and then whenever any of those others are done the last series I want to get to before the end of the year is definitely Star Trek Discovery 2 and then from there I'm we're probably gonna be in a fucking show hole, man what are we gonna watch I mean I'm sure I can find some things out there um, but nothing immediately. I'm pretty much am all <laughs> caught up with a lot of the shows I wanted to get into. I mean there's a few other that um on my list where I'm like, oh okay, that that's interesting, but nothing I wanna particularly podcast on. So now I'm starting to feel oh crap, my phone went on. <laughs> now I'm starting to feel a little bit more with Shy and Mimi were feeling. Uh, about the fact that there's nothing really exciting new dropping at least for September but uh, we do have a full plate for right now pretty full feast so with that bit of housekeeping done let's drop into the feedback So as I mentioned earlier, it's just shy tonight who says, Hey, Christina, been putting in the work this week so I can enjoy my much needed time off. Oh yeah. I hope all has been well with you. I feel a bit out of touch with you ladies, (laughs) uh, with you and the ladies, but it's been crazy busy girl. I get it. I totally get it. Well, here we are with another episode of cursed. I'm not going to lie, I almost forgot again, but something told me to check the schedule yesterday, which was Wednesday, and sure enough, you had Cursed scheduled for Thursday, so I watched it yesterday evening. I'm also not going to lie about my enjoyment of this episode, because it wasn't much that of that on my end, <laughs> so we all pretty much felt the same. I think we're probably, this may be the, the bowing out of Cursed uh because def- Mimi's definitely ready to jump ship I'm pretty much ready to jump ship I, I genuinely could care less as well about what happens next uh so I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page but let's let's continue with Miss Shy's feedback maybe you and Mimi had a better time watching it but I sure as hell didn't the home Berlin and Nimway interaction was just underwhelming to me I barely cared about merlin and her mom's lame romance i just wasn't feeling it there was a sense of predictability to the whole story why did merlin think she would want to see uh her him and her mother bumping uglies ew i guess that was supposed to be funny why merlin didn't think he would be followed is beyond me I'm like, dude, you are going to meet old girl for this coveted sword. Maybe you should cover your tracks. It's not like people think you are so trustworthy. So very true. And the fact that he just don't got no magic and it's very obvious. And I don't have any reason why this is the case. The whole Arthur, Gawain, and Nimue interaction was so eye-roll inducing i had no idea gwayne was supposed to be this beyond good looking type of guy so damn they definitely missed the mark with that one Mm-hmm. no offense but that guy wasn't it so they both just let Nimwe go off with this powerful sword with just one escort to meet merlin everyone is talking about how the sword is the key to saving the fate yet nimway leaves the thing laying around unguarded half the time Mm-hmm. let alone everyone and their mama uh, let everyone and their mama she know has it. Then rise to parsonone with barely any security. I get it; they are undermanned. But again, this sword is supposed to be the key to a better life, so I would think it would be considered important not to let it fall into the wrong hands. Did anyone else see that kid that was gushing over Arthur being killed from a mile away? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yes, let's teach psycho girl how to shoot a bow and arrow lovely can we get a ba- bit of backstory on this weeping monk guy all right let me stop sorry i'm being a debbie downer no you're not you dragging it properly about this episode it w- just wasn't for me it wasn't completely horrible i just couldn't get into it maybe or again maybe you or maybe found it a bit more enjoyable than i did of course i will ride this sucker out to its conclusion because i am curious to see how it all ends the season Besides, there's just four episodes. I got this. Oh, she might be in. She might be in. I don't know. We might have to take a vote. <laughs> we'll talk about this offline. Uh, until next time, much love, peace, and Black on Magic, Queen of the Couch. That is Miss Shy out. I might put out a poll. No, I won't. <laughs> I got to finish the schedule tonight. Shit so we just gonna talk about it on the offline thing and when you see the schedule and you don't see it on there then it was real why it happened so i won't even tell you where you can send feedback for this next episode but if you want to see feedback on the next episodes that we're doing which is doom patrol or Chernobyl, or you want to send it on leftovers 13 Reasons Why or the Umbrella Academy or Merlin the six whole good shows well two haven't started yet you can send this to blackoutcouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like, share, subscribe and if you have time please write a review rate the podcast Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black on magic.